From Reductress, I'm Damian Kronfeld. And I'm Madison Dillard, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about how I'm decolonizing the sidewalk by pushing white people into the street. I'm not fucking the Philly fanatic because I'm a furry. I'm fucking him because he's tall. Should you apply to grad school or maybe just lie down for a few minutes? And quiz, did you remember to lock the door? Wait, did you? I think so, but now I'm like, I don't know. Okay, so should we go and check each other's apartments to make sure they're locked? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's exchange keys. Okay, we're back. Your door was locked. Oh, yours wasn't, but I locked it for you. Oh my god, thank you. But then I also turned your oven on. Oh, okay. Well, I guess thanks. Today is a little bit different because we're recording over Zoom because everyone is sick. Mm-hmm. Damien's sick. I'm sick. Madison, tell us about your illness. I've had a really long sinus infection and... Yeah. (laughs) That's really horrible. (laughs) Yeah, tell us about your illness. I believe myself to be a victim of adult strep. Mm. It's not confirmed, but it's all but confirmed. And it's um, particularly important for me to talk about this because I have never had strep before. Really? Yeah. How does it feel? (laughs) Listen, I'll be real. Mm-hmm. I kissed someone. Oh and my they god! Have strep. Yep, I kiss, <laughs> and she has strep, and I have a sore throat. Mm-hmm. And this is actually funny, <laughs> as opposed to the rest of this. <laughs> but I went to City MD, and the like nurse or assistant, um, was taking was doing the strep test and she was trying to be very sort of discreet you know because I told her that I had direct exposure to someone who tested positive for strep and she was like so did you um share any drinks or and I was like yeah yeah we did and then the doctor came in and was all business walks into the room and was like you have exposure to someone who tested positive for strep? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, did you kiss? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I thought it was really cool. That is cool. You kind of like dished with the doctor. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, that's why he's the doctor. (laughs) Because he's a man. Because he's a man. And that's kind of what I believe in. Mm -hmm. Madison, what's trending on Reductress this week? Women for whom nothing is going right take solace in having a huge ass. Wish I could relate. I cannot relate to this either. I wish her well. Um, Mm -hmm. I never had a huge ass by any means, but I did have some ass and testosterone took it away from me. Mm. These are... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for apologizing. (laughs) How to date men when all they want is for you to bring them pictures of (sighs) Spider-Man. Yeah, now I can relate to this one. (laughs) This one, I think we've all been there. For me, it's like at a certain point, I run out of toner. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, they always want the physical copies, at least the men that I date. Right, because they have like the binders and they want for them to be three-hole punch so they can fit in. Yeah, and they love to trade them with Uh. other 
boyfriends. It's frustrating, but it's part it's, of it. Exactly. The four best pumpkin patches to get fingered in this autumn. We really had to narrow down this list because yeah. there are a lot to choose from. It was so hard. What was the original number that we had? It was like... It was in the hundreds. It was in the hundreds. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, these really are the best of the best. And this is a good way for your partner's fingers to stay warm when you're having a chilly autumnal outing. Exactly. Girl crush? Yes, that makes sense. You're gay. <laughs> it's... It's time that the queer community um, co-opt this term. Mm-hmm. It's been long enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's been long enough, period. <laughs> anyway, how was your morning, Damien? Um, it was okay. You know, I have adult strep, but... Um, I'm persevering. Uh, How about you? Um, Mine was fine, but I was actually late coming into work today because when I was walking to catch the train, this huge group of white women would not move out of my way, even though they were taking up the entire sidewalk. Ugh. Yeah. So I just pushed them all into the street. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually think of it as decolonizing the sidewalk. Oh, wow. Yeah, you could say that I'm out here doing the work. Well, I think that's really brave. And as a white person, I would be happy for you to push me into the street. This isn't about you. Yep. Copy. Copy. My bad. So here at Reductress, we love to platform underrepresented points of view. That's right. That's why today we're talking to the woman who has bravely come forward and announced that she's not fucking the Philly fanatic because she's a furry. She's fucking him because he's tall. Welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. So, Abby, you have a sexual relationship with Philly Fanatic, the anthropomorphic dinosaur-lizard-bird mascot of the Phillies. But you're not a furry. Oh, absolutely not. I don't cast judgment on anyone who is, but I mean, ew. Anyway, I'm fucking him because he's tall. And how tall is he? Six Six. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I never envisioned myself with a bipedal flightless bird man with one shirt and a dump truck ass, but that's where my life led me. And it's like, I'm sorry, I want to be able to wear heels to my sister's wedding and still look petite in photos. So height is pretty important to you. Yes, Damien, and I, I know what you're trying to do. What? People will judge me for discriminating against short kings. And you can tell the listeners I did air quotes. You can tell them. Yeah, you just told them. And maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I want a man who can sweep me off my feet, toss me in the back of the little ATV he rides around in at work, and show me who wears the pants in the relationship. Even though Phil technically does not wear pants. Again, his bountiful ass would simply not fit. Right, right. You mentioned uh, his dump truck. His dump truck, exactly. So does that make me a furry? If anything, I'm a little bit of a normie. Yeah, I guess I can see that. And I know you both want to know what the sex is like. No, don't well, feel like not, you have to. Not really. You want to know if he keeps on his big red sneakers and how he uses his signature extendable tongue and what his dick is like. Okay. Well, it's six inches. Surprise. I told you I was a normie. <laughs> I think we're out of time. Thank you, Abby, so much for coming on. He's just a 
Nice, solid guy with a six-inch feathery green dick. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Wow, she was so down to earth. I love her. Here at Reductress, we get a lot of people emailing us and asking if they should go to grad school or if they should just lie down for a few minutes. Yeah, sometimes people just aren't in a good headspace to decide. That's why we brought in our coworker Kendra, to ask her a few questions about grad school. Hey! So is there anything that you're really passionate about that you'd really want to pursue for the next few years? Um, not really. I definitely have a distinct lack of clarity about where I want my life to go. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been Googling some careers. Okay, great. And the second question would be, um, are you all right? Usually, no. Mm-hmm. What about right now? Um, also, no. Okay. Um, how's your vision right now? Are you seeing clearly? Or um, I did stand up a few minutes ago and felt like I was going to pass out. Okay. Um, it's bad, but have you had any water today? Um, no, but I had some ice water in my coffee. Right. The ice that that melted into your coffee? Yes. Okay. Um, Cool. Um, So do you think you'd feel better if you were lying down right now? uh, Definitely. Yes. That sounds good. So, Madison, sidebar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It seems like she should just lie down. Yeah, I don't... She shouldn't shouldn't go to grad school. She's not... Not in this state. Not in a place to be making that kind of decision no um we should just tell her straight right yeah i think so um hey kendra i don't know if you heard all of that but we think that you should not go to grad school right now yeah i'm sorry oh um this is weird i actually just finished my two-year master's program Oh my god. Congratulations. Congrats, grad. Thanks. I feel terrible. (laughs) Why didn't she tell us that she had gone to grad school? I know, that's so fucked up. I mean, I know that she's like kind of tired or whatever, but... But it's like shady behavior. Yeah. Next up, we have a piece read by Lauren Ashley Smith called I'm Not Looking for a Soulmate, Unless That's a Real Thing, in which case, obviously I want that. I'm not looking for a soulmate unless that's a real thing, in which case I obviously want that. A lot of people go into dating with crazy high expectations. They are so consumed with finding their soulmate or someone who checks off all their boxes. Well, not me. I know that to date successfully, I just have to be open-minded about who I meet. That's why I know better than to waste my time seeking something that may be a myth, mostly because I think it's bullshit, but if they do exist, then yes, sign me the fuck up. Look, I have realistic expectations. I know that with commitment and work, any couple that loves each other can make it. But if there is a soulmate for me out there, well, that would obviously require considerably less commitment and work. So yeah, I would prefer that. I'm just not like expecting it because I don't know if soulmates are real yet. But if they are, then like, whoa, right? Right? Even if soulmates did exist, I don't even know where I would find one. 
Meet cutes of fate feel so unrealistic and there's no way swiping through Tinder is going to get me to mine and I'm totally okay with that. Unless, of course, my soulmate does exist and they are also lonely on Tinder and we have cute banter at first and then on our first date our hands will brush by with a little bit of electricity and I will just know that yes, this is home. This is my past, present, and future. This is my true love. Or maybe my soulmate is in India for some reason. If so, this is a really bad system, but I'm still here for it. I don't need anyone to complete me because I am complete. I know that in the end, we're all just human and there's no way either of us can be perfect for each other. But in case there is someone who exists that completes me and like a balances me out, helps me grow, nurtures our relationship kind of way, then hit me up. I'm single. Thanks to Mary Galina for the headline and Lauren Ashley Smith for reading. Lauren is the head writer of a Black Lady sketch show on HBO. Thanks for spending a minute with us. If you have another minute, visit us at Reductress.com for more incredible content, including sleep paralysis demon not loving the most recent bedroom renovations you made. Is life fundamentally tragic or is it just raining? And my boyfriend didn't want to take me apple picking, so I doxed him. Thank you to our amazing reader, Lauren Ashley Smith, and our writers, and of course, to our inspiring guest, played by Samea Bizarret-Martinez, and our editorial assistant, Kendra Singh. Bye!